who art thou, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel thou shalt become a plague, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof, with shoutings, crying, Grace, grace unto it. Shouts of Grace Center brings you pure and undiluted word of God from the impeccable throne of grace. Be blessed as you listen. Okay, thank you. All right. Okay, so we're looking at baggages. And um, first of all, I'm going to start with um, what are baggages? I want the media to follow me. Okay, we have some slides. What are baggages and what do we mean by this? Um, every time, most of the time, you are always carrying a bag. Especially ladies. As a matter of fact, ladies have different styles of handbags. Different colors. One for wedding ceremonies, one for birthday parties, another one for burial ceremony, another one for church, another one for... You just have different types. We have traveling bags, we have boxes, we have Ghana must go, depending on where you're coming from. Praise God. They just have different kind of bags. And I've come to discover that all of us, all of us here seated here this morning, we all have bags we are carrying. We have bags that we are carrying from the very time our parents gave birth to us. You start putting things in your bag. And actually, I think we came to the world, our bags are empty, really. But as we, as we grow up and life began to happen to us, then we began to accumulate things into our bags. And some of the things we put in our bags are of our own volition. Nobody can force anything to put things in your bag. Today, number one marriage killer is baggage or baggages. You grow up abused as a child. You got stuffs in your bag. You grow up with sexual addiction. Stuffs in your bag. Patronizing prostitutes from teenage years. Oh, you sure have a lot in your bag. So everybody's got this baggage. Everyone. And the thing is, dysfunction will breed dysfunction. Have we posted Miss LR to all those WhatsApp pages? Singles married. Have we posted the link that we are online on Miss LR? On Miss LR. Alright, so dysfunction will breed dysfunction. In Matthew chapter 7, 16 to 17. Matthew 16 to 17. Look at what the Bible says. He said, you will know them by their fruits. He said, do men gather grapes or thorns or figs or thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit. He said, but a corrupt tree will bring forth evil fruit. And then in Matthew eleven twenty-eight. Matthew eleven twenty-eight, it says, Come to me, all you will labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. 
Now, what the Bible is telling us here, Jesus Christ himself recognizes that we have bags. He knows. Oh, yes, you are born again, but you still carry your bag most of the time. You are born again, but you are still living from the experiences where you are coming from. In fact, most people are born again, but they are not living the life in Christ because of these baggages we are talking about. So Jesus Christ says, I know you are my child. I know you have given your life to Jesus, but I want you to come to me if you are heavy laden. It says, I will do what? I will give you rest. Now, the things you do with bag is called emptying and refilling. Emptying and refilling. Because it's risky to actually remove stuff in your bag and not refill. The reason it's risky is because if you don't, the devil will have you put stuff there. So you empty and then you refill. Alright? In First Peter chapter 5 verse 7, the Bible says, Casting all your care upon him, because he cares for you. And then in Matthew 11, 28 to 29, I want to read message translation very quickly. You'll see it on the slide. It says, Are you tired? Are you worn out? Well, this is the definition of most people, even though they are born again. They are born, they are completely burnt out. And tired Christianity is not appealing to them they are wondering is this thing really working there has not been church for three months and they are just cool with it some people have not read their Bible in three months they are, I mean, they are just cool they just naturalized to not reading Bible and praying again burn out worn out so it says are you tired are you worn out are you burned out on religion it says come to me Get away with me and you will recover your life. I'll show you how to me how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. And really anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. In other words, the life of God in Christ Jesus. Is not the one of every load. As a matter of fact, what he says is that you come and let me take this load off you and then I will replace it with something else, but it won't be ill-fitting, it won't be heavy. Your life will be good. Now the next thing I want to talk about, let's get into the bag. Can you help me tell your neighbor, let's get into the bag? Now, this is the part where it is not really, really pleasant at all. Because most of us, what we have in our bags, you've not discussed with anybody, ever. You don't go there. Even the closest of your friends, you only pick stores on the top of the bag. You never go down there. And every time somebody tries to try to go down there, you fight that person really. Walk away from that person. Move away from that person. I don't like this person. Why? Because you are living in denial. But living in denial does not solve the problem. Sooner or later, you will need to get to the bottom of that bag. Otherwise, life will be lived in complete frustration in the entire lifespan of that particular person. 
everybody has to get to the bottom of the bag what have you been keeping in your bag what is the content of your bag is this something you can't talk about see in Christ the broken becomes the mender in Christ such that the area where you have been broken before is the area where you have anointing to minister to others but now when you don't get near the content of your bag how do you minister to others when you are living in denial there will be no unction and anointing to save other people he said we have been comforted with the comfort so that we can comfort others but if you refuse to receive that comfort by living in denial confronting your weaknesses you are never ever ever going to be able to operate in the fullness of God's purpose for your life but my prayer for you this morning is that you will maximize the grace of God upon your life in Jesus name the Bible talks about people receiving the grace of God in vain then the Bible talks about frustrating the grace of God so there can be grace and yet nothing to show for it may you never find yourself in that place such people you look at them and say this person is so gifted so graced huh? but I don't know what's wrong with him maybe they are following me from village no 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 no, no. he has a bag that he doesn't want to open up what Yoruba call Egmi doesn't want to get there when the pastor tries to suck along that line moves away from the pastor such people don't want to move close to the pastor lest the pastor picks it up in the spirit say if they don't see me they won't pick up anything so you you tactically have a long distance relationship with your pastor because you don't want nobody to get to your back let me tell you something that bag has to be unraveled if you don't marriage will scatter it but in marriage it becomes more difficult do you know why your partner has his own bag too so you are dealing with two bags two bags if you deal with your with the content of your bag and then you get married oh so beautiful if your partner has dealt with it oh life will be good but both of you if one person has dealt with the other person has not you'll still be able to manage but if both of you bring your backs into that marriage it will take only god for that marriage to survive <laughs> and the, the 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 frustrating part of it is that when you come with your baggage that you have not never brought out before your partner will, will 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 grow up to never trust you because now you have left him or her to begin to bring out those things from your bag by himself so the thing is since when he never told me all this so mistrust begins to come and this is where marriages crash there's nothing like openness the bible says either hideth is transgression will not prosper he said tell your faults to one another that you may be healed 
people that internalize don't go fight life you are like a molten magma within the crust of the earth one day will come there will be volcanic eruption and the chaos that follow lives will be destroyed you don't want to move with your bag into raising children we are going to teach them how to put stuff in their bag and keep it for life are you with me this morning i want to look at getting in the bag in matthew 7 16 to 17 it says you will know the truth you shall know them by their fruits in other words you know them by the content of their bag do men gather grapes of thorns or figs or thistles even so every good tree bringeth forth good fruit but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit styles of baggages what type of bag do you have cute bag but the content is terrible not too nice bag but good stuff within you will always know the kind of bag you have oh yes you know by the choice or rather by the by the definition of the kind of struggles you go through you know the kind of so let's look at styles of bag just look at a few like i said this teaching is it was one of the um courses for marriage challenge we are, we are doing we're doing 31 days and it's just a one day one day teaching out of 31 days so you can imagine okay so number one is relationship baggage yeah everybody has this one it's a relationship baggage this baggage is caused by being rejected neglected or controlled early in life manipulated dumped cheated this baggage robs you of the ability to trust or commit to anybody you you just don't trust anybody you have a problem trusting anybody you are suspicious of everybody it's called relationship baggage you can't trust anybody even people that want to help you you don't trust them so you are not able to open up and so the kind of help you need you cannot receive and there are a lot of believers like that who are living practically beside help but receive no help why relationship baggage have you been neglected growing up have you gone through times of being rejected you wanted your dad to love you so much but he never did not because he hated you but because that he doesn't know how to love if your dad was never loved by his own dad he's not going to love you at the same it's the same way unless christ intervenes and then there's some form of knowledge acquisition and improvement and adjustment but most of the time parents treat their children the way they have been treated it's called baggage they pass it to generations baggages are so strong families where they are diabetic the child picks up diabetes his baggages is part of genetic baggages that does not concern the child but by virtue of being born under this transference of spirits so now you've gone through a lot of rejection and you you soak it in just just you just soak it in and you're dealing with it in your own way those things are still there they're still there and sadly enough the part where they begin to come out is in the place of marriage 
in fact you will enjoy all your single life like you are cool why because you are living a selfish single life me myself and i nobody else lord bless me bless my life and bless no other person but when you marry <laughs> there are two of you right there two of you and you have to you now have to learn to not to be selfish but to be selfless and this is where the bag begins to mess up by that time the bag is so full the zip are stressed any little thing the bag explodes and then you rush there and pack it back again use needle and thread and then this thing is not coming out so the problem remains i wish you can carry that bag turn it upside down and empty your life people are heavy laden people are struggling closed up nice clothes but inside dying and until you reel it out seek for help it remains that way and this is why when we are dealing with rape victims or people that have been severely abused we take them to it through a therapy of talking about it how did it happen do you know the person how did he hold you did he pin you down did he, you, you, the, the more the person talks about it however difficult it is the more that person the victim is liberated the more you live in denial like it never happened you, you knew you knew it was abuse you call it it was just you know denial you see the 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 the, the stalls you've gone through that you don't talk about you retain them in your life and they begin to overpower you control you influence you give direction to your life may you be free in christ jesus in the name of jesus may past experiences not become monsters that reach out into your future and begin to control you in the name of jesus so whosoever the son of man shall set free shall what shall be free indeed so that is relationship baggage the second one is spiritual baggage spiritual baggage oh you've been a christian boy or christian girl from your teenage years and then you've learned how to combine your spiritual life with telling lies and stealing money keep it under the rug and uh, still meet in the port and um, it's called spiritual baggage when when you grow up teaching yourself to manipulate the scripture to your own end conscience is sad you do stuff that are wrong and you are not moved you know joseph joseph was at the brink of adultery joseph wasn't perfect i hope you know if he was perfect how how did he get to the point of his clothes being removed like that eh? can somebody just remove your clothes that you flee naked so he was obviously cooperating. Ah, this thing can work, or oh, that, madam. Ah, but he came to a point. He said, "No, how will I do this evil against God?" And then he ran away. Are you following me here? Spiritual baggage is when you have been able to combine spirituality with the bond of iniquity without guilt. Without any sense of guilt. I mean, you, you just lie and you're cool. It, it doesn't move you. No guilt. And you know you are lying. 
In fact, you lie so much to a point, you don't even know where you lie again. And so, yeah, you just told a lie. Eh? Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's called spiritual baggage. You combine your Christian life with untoward things. Listen to what the Bible says. No unclean thing will get up there. No. None. None. The Christian life is not difficult. But it is tasking. It's work. He said the road is narrow. You now carry load and bags. It's not going to work. That road is so narrow that you need to walk light. You, you can't travel that road with so much baggages. Your emotions, your everything, your mind, everything is... That's not the plan of God. He said we have the mind of Christ. You're going to be distracted. And let me tell you something. Most of the time, the more heavy your bag is, the more glorious your future. The devil doesn't fight what he doesn't fear. He only fights what he fears. So he looks at your future and says, ah, this one is going to wreak havoc on my kingdom. Let's load up his bag. Let's load it up. Somebody follow me this morning. Number three. It's called moral baggage. Almost similar to spiritual baggage because what moral baggage does is that your sense of right and wrong has been blurred your your sense of judgment is has become dysfunctional you don't know what is right or wrong again you just you just do what pleases you like you're a child of god and you just view pornography as a normal it's called moral baggage. Because now you, you present yourself like I'm cool. In fact, people look at you and say he is spiritual. Or she is spiritual. In fact, some people want to model their spirituality after you. Ah, but you know the moral baggage you have. In which case you've come to the place of deception and you can accommodate wrong stuff in your life and then justify it. And then you come out and appear with this sanctimonious holy look like there's nothing wrong. <laughs> it's called moral baggage. Those those bags can stop somebody from entering heaven. You 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 really want to empty your bag and scatter it and say, Lord, I need your help. When you are cocky about it, pride. The Bible says God resisted the proud. He said, But he gave grace to the humble. So sometimes we need to humble ourselves and say, Lord, I, 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 I don't think I can help myself. You know, I pray like that most of the time. I just go before God and have conversation with me and say, Lord, I need your help. Pastor in the church, Shout of Grace Center, I need your help. Kisses and Oaks Club, I need your help. My family, my wife, my children, I need your help. I just talk to God. When you approach life with this cocky attitude that you have all all of it packaged together, when your account does not exceed three thousand five hundred, I mean, it's, 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 you need to humble yourself because even people that have money, multi-billionaires, they still run to herbalist. They are not born again. They still know. They still want to go and do something to make sure everything is intact. You that you don't have anything, you are living your life like you don't pray, you don't read Bible, you don't. We send devotional, you don't read. We say put it on status. Sometimes you put it, but you don't read. 
So it becomes simple to others. And sometimes you don't read, you don't put it. They will, they will not come and kill us. All the, every day we put in status, status, status. <laughs> it's part of the baggage. It's, it's a baggage when you cannot fulfill simple responsibilities. Very simple. Under two minutes. You just look at it. Pew. Mr. Sylvester has come again every day. Uh, uh, good morning. Uh, the following items. He doesn't more than that. The following items. Is, is, is that my job? To be putting items. Without knowing that the principle of life is that what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. The more you lose your life into helping others, the more God helps you. It's a spiritual law. The more you focus on yourself. Ah, it's, it's only my own thing I will post. I want to go and do single competition in Port Harcourt. Let me put that one there. The one the church asks you to put, you refuse. You don't know that by virtue of spiritual principle, you are breaking the law. And you are bringing disfavor. These things are deeply spiritual. Deeply. When I mean deeply, I mean deeply spiritual. You don't ignore any instruction from the church. Unless your conscience tells you this is evil. And by God's grace, we don't do no evil here. But if you are in a fine place, because I'm in a church, no, if you call it, yeah, this, this is not right, then you stay away. But if it's an instruction, which will contribute more to advancement of life, then you do it. You know, certain persons approach me sometimes back, I won't mention their names, and they came to me and said, well, all these things we are posting online, people will think that well, the reason I'm sending it now is to make money. Google AdSense. I laughed. Because they don't understand grace. It is grace that brings this thing. It's not what you put on status. So I opened my Google AdSense account for them. I said, look at the state of the account the last two or three months. Three point five dollars. Is that is that what I will sit down with? Zero point two dollars per day. Is that what we pay my school fees of my children? No, 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 no. You see, we started on this lane because we wanted to impact lives. Along the way, God blesses it. The aim is not to go and look for money. Yes. Are you following me here? Moral baggage. Moral baggage is what we make you point at faults in others when you are carrying massive faults on your own head. You won't see your own. I mean, you'll be, you'll be telling somebody you are fornicating is terrible and then you are going back to fornicate. That's moral baggage. Because you've come to a place where you can't see the fault of yourself or you're criticizing others. Are you following me here this morning? I, I know it's not a nice message. People don't like anybody getting near their bags. But I preach it all the same. But this is what God asked me to talk about. I know you are getting blessed. Whether you are saying amen or you are not saying amen. The thing is, is, is entering. I'm entering your bag, Abby. No, I will soon get to the bottom. I'm at the middle of the bag right now. We've not gotten to where the real thing is. You know those things now? Now you don't want anybody to know. Secrets. Secrets that <coughs> I can never tell anybody till I die. No, you have to tell it. If you want to live your life free. Not telling it is a heavy load. That will weigh you down. You know life comes with pressures. Naturally. Now you want to add life pressures to the load that God has not given you. Two. Now to the attack of the devil. Three. That's why people die. 
commit suicide. They get to a point they cannot handle the load again. The load crashes them. You see, he will just park on Todd Miller Bridge and come out. Where are you going? Come back. He has come to a place of hopelessness. I mean, this load has killed. That's what happens there. It's loads. It's loads they refuse to talk about. And the load overwhelms their lives and open them up to an evil spirit that tells them it's better to forget it all. It's suicidal. And so, when you are talking to people who have suicidal issues, believe you me, loads, that's it. It's loads. When you let go of those loads, you will appreciate life. Why would you want to kill yourself? It's load now. Ah, who wants to die under load? They carry tense back of cement under your head, say, take it from here to secretariat. Eh? When you get to the first bank, they say, it's better to die. Ten battles, let me go die. And that's why people commit suicide. They can't handle the loads. You thought you could handle the loads with makeup, a nice dress, a feel cool, and do all the... It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't touch the load. The load remains. So you, you come out and you feel cool, and you take a selfie picture, upload it on Facebook, and you have 55 likes and all of that, and you get back to your load at home again. And so depression sets in. That's why Instagram mamas, Eh? influencers they are committing suicide because what the instagram likes and all of that gave them was attention and temporal relief but not a permanent one they say go back home with their loads go back with their loads so one lady was a porn pornography star she's made a lot of money Pew! a lot of money she's popular she's easily known and then one day, suicide. Inside bathtub, dead. You know why? She was carrying load. She thought money would solve the problem. Money doesn't solve load problem. In fact, money adds more to the bag you are carrying. Along with me. Where are we? Number four. Number four is emotional baggage. Emotional baggage. Emotional baggage is derived from belittling or when you are belittled, people are harsh towards you, you have insecurities, you are always angry. Your emotions are always hyped up. Such people, you hear statements like, I don't feel good. I'm not feeling okay. Such people are given to depression most of the time. Emotional baggage is terrible. Such people can't stay without being in a relationship. Because being in a relationship gives them a temporary relief. Like, oh, I have somebody to talk to, somebody to love me. But they end up being abused the more because the person they are in a relationship with senses their need. And so begins to feed them. Begins to feed their need in exchange for sex. And then the relationship breaks up. And then they're like, no, 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 I've got, I've got to be in another relationship. And they move. Such people, one year, four relationships. One pakota. And you ask them, four, four relationships in, in a year? I say, ah, pastor, I give time. The, the first one broke up in January. I waited in March. I say, really? Really? And in between waiting, they've slept with four people who they thought would be in a relationship, but didn't work out. It's only for sex. I mean, I mean sex has become handshake. How are you? Are you there? Yeah, oh, boy. 
is emotional baggage. If you don't deal with this, you keep on thinking you can use your body to, in exchange for love. Well, it doesn't work that way. Your body is created in the image of God. Your body is not NGO, charity house, animal shell, non-governmental organization, non-profits. That's not what your body is made for. Have dignity about your body. And then, of course, there's physical baggage. <laughs> physical baggage. This baggage is where people are afraid to get close to others. They always keep their distance. Even in marriage, they keep their distance. They, they, don't, they, don't, they don't stay close to anybody. They just stay far away. It's physical baggage. To all small you are I, I. And so you are unable to benefit from the quality relationships that God has surrounded you with. Life is the progression in life is made when you appreciate quality relationships that can add grace to your life and you leverage on them. The farther you are away, the more you are alone. See, when the devil wants to finish anybody or destroy anybody, the first thing he does is to isolate you. He knows the more you are integrated in a relationship system like a church, the more he can reach you. That's why it's possible to live in sin and stay in church. And nothing will happen to you and you feel it's okay. But it's not okay. It's the corporate anointing that is protecting you. So when the devil wants to really deal with you, he isolates you, take you out of, of, of under that grace, and then he attacks I've given this illustration before. It's just like uh, a house. A house that is well built. Rain falls, rain falls, rain falls. The house remains. Okay? Why? The house is made of made up of individual blocks. As long as the as the block remains humble and stays within the structure where it was put and cemented in, that block remains safe. Even though it's an individual block. Are you following me? But the block becomes cocky. I'm not, I don't even want to be here. How can they tighten me up in this place? So he said, Leave, put, bring me out. So they brought it out and put it in the rain. There, alone. What's going to happen over time? Rain will beat it over time, piece by piece, grain by grain, sand by sand, until you can't find anything again. That's what the devil does. And lo- as long as you are integrated within the church and you stay close to God, there will be corporate anointing. But where corporate anointing can be dangerous is that you can sleep and rely on corporate anointing thinking everything is okay so by the time you find yourself out there in the world alone you may not be able to face something so while you are under corporate anointing protecting you you are also working on your individual anointing and improving yourself so don't stay away from people that can help you learn to open up if you don't learn to open up you are going to frustrate your spouse in marriage Eventually, all you frustrate your spouse. Because your spouse will always be thinking that is your problem. I can't make him happy. I can't make her happy. What? I've tried all I can. No, it's the baggage that the other person has. Do you know that it is emotional baggage that makes people go into adultery? Because now they are thinking my spouse is a problem. 
So they meet somebody outside of their matrimonial home. And because the relationship with that person, maybe a colleague at work or boss, the relationship with that person does not enter the bag. It's on the surface. It's always, hey, how are you doing? Oh, you look good today. It's on the surface. So you see that person as safe. Why is not reaching into your bag? So your spouse, who knows you at home, that's lived with you for five years. <laughs> ah, I want your diamond. He knows you. He knows the content of your bag. He knows your weaknesses. And every time he's trying to reach out into the bag to help you. Because who God has placed beside you to help you will eventually be your spouse. But now you turn your spouse as an enemy. So you, you go back home late. You stay with the boys and watch football in town. Because you know, if I get to that woman, will kill me. What are you doing? You are running away from your help. You are latching yourself up with people who cannot really reach the back. And you feel safer with those people because they don't tamper with your back. But in life, let me tell you something. The greatest help helpers that God will surround you with are people who don't care about your back and they will enter it and scatter it for you. Those are your friends. Those are your covenant relationships. The friend who can confront you is an enemy in disguise. The person who kisses you, alright, can be an enemy. And the person who wounds you can be a friend. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. So the Bible says, and the kisses of an enemy can be deceitful. So says the book of Proverbs. So you don't live your life by, oh, I love that person. I mean, he always tells me what I want to hear. It's deception. You don't want to live your life like that. Somebody's always, always telling you what you want to hear. Only what you want to hear. The one that tells you, you did something wrong, that was wrong. You move away from that person. You mark him as an enemy. Baggages. You need people that will help you unravel your bag. I, I have several sons and daughters across the world. By the grace of God. And some of them are really doing well now. Despite the terrible experiences they've had. Are people who allowed me into their bags. Enter into their bag. You know, there are some that I talk to. I try to enter the bag. And they carry their bag. Three years. They go with their bag. Then after a while. Me, <laughs> man, they never give me. Then they come back. They come back. They come back. Say, well, that's thing we were talking about three years ago. Oh, okay, you are back now. And because yeah, you should be a pastor now, you open your arms again. You don't, you don't reject anybody. Christ has not rejected me. Why should I reject anybody? Hello, somebody. The only thing that make me reject any man be is if you move near my wife. <laughs> I will reject you successfully. You move near my wife or you move near the church. I can chase you out. Eh? The work that I've been building for years, you want to destroy it? I know I can ch- I will chase you out. Oh, there are people who can destroy the church and they are not trying to destroy it. They are just trying to be themselves but in the process they are actually destroying the church. I will move you out very quickly. You were not there when God called me. So who are you to come and tell me things here? I will move you out before you mess this up for me. Alright, so, like Baba Debu said, people were criticizing him. He said, if you abuse me and attack me, I will just pray for you. But if you move near my wife, I will so much kill you. 
you will so much die that even on the resurrection morning you will not be able to get up <laughs> so somebody called me from us i was asking me that ah, that thing that they had everybody say is this creature as a somebody <laughs> Somebody with a share in his mouth. They will kill you. You will rise. You are asking me whether it's true. I don't know. You go and, go and meet his wife and test. Somebody say, I don't move near my wife. That if you move there, I will so much kill you. These are people who dine with divinity. Who sit with angels. Eh? He's telling you, if you move near my wife, you are asking that is this scriptural. I do. <laughs> go and test. Go and move near his wife. Are you here with me? So, don't move there, my wife. <laughs> you can even criticize me. I say, Pastor, I, I, that shoe you are wearing, I don't like it. Beware. You can see all that, but don't move there, my wife. I beg you in the name of the Lord. I will not hear you. I will not listen to you. And if I say, I, I, we, we can't be friends. Why are you there when I ask out? Why are you there when I had 42 visions? <laughs> you now want to tamper with my vision. It can't work. It can't work. I know some of you might not understand that part, but when you marry, you will understand. Are you following me here? Alright, where are we? Hallelujah. What's the next number? Go to number seven. Sexual baggage. Sexual baggage. What's sexual baggage? This is caused by inappropriate sexual exposure early in life. Alright? Early in life and sexual abuse pornography involvement addictions those things vandalizes your love map vandalizes your love map to a point that you don't understand what love is again you can't you can't love appropriately and you can't receive love if anybody tries to love you you're, you're uncomfortable why why is he showing he's kind it's because of a sexual baggage people who are severely abused grow up hating men and hating marriage and such people will tell you I will never marry I've had a couple of people tell me that who are married today anyway say I will never marry I say you, you this one Eh? you this one are you a married and there are a couple of people that I said, you can't survive not being married. Either one boy will pass here, your eye will follow. You better go and marry. So that you're not born for life. But you see, the abuse can make somebody come to a point and say, I'm not going to get married. It's a sexual baggage. How do you deal with sexual baggage? You do out to me now. Out to that What's What's the big thing? I've been raped before, eh? That's it. And then you are liberated. Yeah, I can never tell anybody. It's a load. Too much for you to carry. And you better learning to say it as a single. Well, in marriage, it becomes more difficult. It's not seven years after marriage. You want to open up to your husband. Actually, actually. Your husband looks at it like, what? Seriously? Who am I living with? So, it begins to have a problem trusting you. So, you learn to open up. If some, if not, if someone can marry you with your baggage when you are opening, uh, uh, opening up, that person will not manage you after marriage. So there's no point lying. You understand what I'm saying? Let, let me hide from him because if I tell him now, he can run away. No, he will still run after marriage. 
if it's meant to run. If it's not meant to run, it will stay. It will absorb all your excesses and weaknesses. I say it's okay, cause much. If you gone jingolo. <laughs> As when sexual baggage meets sexual baggage. You say, I will, you say leave that side. How many times have you been raped? Five times. I've raped people seven times. You know? We're on the same level, rape versus rape. Okay, the, the, you know, because God knows we are going to marry. So the more people that are raping you, the more I'm raping them back. So everything is balanced. That's sexual baggage versus sexual baggage. <laughs> but sometimes life is not like that. Sometimes life arranges a very cool person, virgin guy with a bulubu girl. I've met couples like that, and one 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 guy came to me to meet me in the office 2014 with this girl, and he's telling me that she helped him to beg her, but she wants to leave her. And I said, Why do you want to leave her? And the lady said, Um, she she is is worth more than me. That I've told him my life. Right now, I'm dealing with. A sexually transmitted diseases that I don't know whether it will be cured or not. That the doctor said if it's not cured, that's the end of giving birth to me. And the guy still wants to marry her. So I looked at the guy. I said, Uncle, did you hear what she said? He said, Yes. I said, What to marry her? He said, Yes. I said, Wow, you're a man of faith. But even me as a pastor, I cannot be led. I know I can't be led. The Holy Spirit can't lead me. <laughs> Into so- and I will, I will just not be led. You know, people are different. Be- the way my heart is, I can't survive it. I can't. So, God knows how He arranges everything. God will bring the best person that can manage you. Now, every- nobody is perfect. All of us have our baggage. So. I had mine too. Lost my mom at 16, fell into depression. I went through all kinds of stops. Saw the activities of witchcraft early in life, how they kill people, how they destroy close people to me and all of it. I had my baggages. And I knew when I dealt with them. And I knew when God delivered me. And today I can talk about it. I don't really care. I've told you many times how I overcame masturbation. And some of you are probably looking at me and ha. Pastor, you, the pastor don't get chill. See, as they talk, say they masturbate. He's, he's, he's back that I've removed the content and thrown away. It's when you are still protecting inside your back. Master, it up. You know, even though you are a master masturbator, you do your face like, we, we are holy. No, no, no. You see, let me tell you something. You need to open your bag. For you to have a life, it's a it, it's a load in itself to live with the consciousness of things within that cannot be expunged. It's a load. It's a load. Even God, eh? God said, "These things that have been hidden, they are hidden for you. I kept it in the bag, but I'm not going to hold the bag." He said, "Come to me." I will show you great and mighty things that thou knowest not. Even God knows that bag. I don't want to keep things here. Even God, though. 
So he goes to Joseph and shows him his future as, as a teenager. Why? God can't keep too many things inside back. It's you that knows to keep. God, do you, do you know you can almost say God is a gossip? He talks about everything. If you are close to him, he goes to Abraham, I will destroy Sodom. Why did he need to inform the guy? And Abraham began to convert. Ah, why now? What if you have 50 people? Because eh, 50 people I will not destroy. Oh, okay. What of 40? Mm, I will still not destroy. What of 10? Eh, I will still not destroy. I think Abraham stopped at 10 or 5. If he had said what of 1, maybe God will have saved Sodom. But at that point, Abraham said, at least there should be 5 people. Let me go. But there was only one person. And that was Lot. Are you following me here? Let me round up this message. What's the next one? Number eight. Is that the last? Okay, what to do with the bag? Now go on. Let me let me just speed it up. Unpack. Unpack your bag. So the way you unpack your bags to communicate. Talk. You gotta talk. Confess your sins to one another that you may be saved. One another doesn't mean just anybody, lest you find your story on the blog. Okay? So uh, well, you also say we should discuss. No, he said, as you are looking at me, I'm Jingolo. I've killed five people. Ha! You can say, Ha! Kilo Sheboda Karim Larry. What now? Take my little. No, that's what I mean. You look for people, authority figures over your life, and then you talk. As you are talking, not after you finish talking, though. as you are talking, you begin to feel light. You begin to feel light. Chains that you think are there and you have prayed and prayed and fasted, they will begin to break. Why? Because the access of the devil into your life are those things you've kept within you. Either hides is transgression, will not prosper. Confess your sins to one another that you may be healed. So there's healing in talking. Unpack. I can't say tell your neighbor number. Just say unpack. Number two. Let's do number two. Unload. I seek help from counselors. And what do you think I should do? Everything you are going through, somebody went through it already. The reasons why most of the time pastors are the best to talk to is because, yes, your pastor might not have gone through what you went through, but your pastor has counseled somebody that went through ten times what you went through. <laughs> there's virtually anything you don't want to mention. Some people are talking to you and they, they, are, they are talking to me so I can be surprised. I mean, I see you could see much. I mean, I was counseling one lady one day. He said, Pastor, ah, you are not showing any surprise. I said, could see me too. Say, ah. This thing, it, 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 like uh, Shaggy would say, it shocked me. It, it, nothing is shocking anybody. Hit me with it. He will not shock me. Oh, yeah, hit me. It would not shock me. It's in the first two, three years of my pastoring that the thing used to shock me. Eh? When, when people are talking, I have been, ah, eh? ah. And that used to scare people away from talking. Was their life, you see? Even the pastor was like, when, when, when the pastor you went to for help say, ah, you mean it, it happened to you like that? Okay. So you need to seek help. And this is very serious. Number three, be patient. The patience there is that even though the freedom comes and you become light as you begin to talk about it, the devil is still going to come 
to try to visit your back and you have to resist him. You can't say, ah, we have finished talking now and then again this one is here. No, be patient. Be patient. And you will see the, the, the grace of God. Number four, lighten your load by forgiveness. If you don't forgive, you can't lighten that load. You have to let go. You have to forgive. You have to, you have to say, Lord, even though this, this person abused me, this person raped me, this person did this to me, I let go. I let go. I let go. So you lighten your load by forgiving. Is that the last one there? Number five, take classes together. Like the classes we run online. The one we did with singles, seven days with singles. I'm not sure whether it's maybe one or two people joined from here. But we had over 700 people join from across the world. Already they are sharing their testimonies, how they are liberated and set free. The courses are still available, but now you have to pay for it. I was telling everybody, it's free. It's free. It's free. Seven day course is free. People join. And I told them after seven days, you pay for it. So, have I not tried? I've tried. This married course we are doing, the value that is being delivered is over $2,000. I'm not kidding. What I taught you this to, in this service is just a one-day thing. And it includes reflections, a lot of things for the couples to do, exercises, marriage tip for the day, relationship tip, uh, romantic tip of the day, sex idea for the day. It's a whole lot of course that is meant to redesign lives. And nothing there. Let go of past hurts. Yes. Let me tell you something. Hurts is like the zip of that bag. The more you are hurt, the more your bags are closed up. In fact, it is the day you start dealing with your hurts that you can open the bags successfully. Don't live in denial. Is that the last one? Okay, that's the last one. I, I want you to Take a moment. Just a few minutes. And just talk to God. If you know there are you know you, you can you can put stuffs in your bag with man. But don't even try with God. But you know it's, there's possibilities here this morning that there are people who have not even confessed certain things to God. Can you unpack? those bags before God. Can you talk to God? Just take a moment and I'm going to pray for you afterwards. Thank you, Jesus. We need your help, Holy Ghost. We need your help this morning. We need your help, Holy Ghost. Marino Shalamarina Yerabosi. Nene Nenemo Shalamadidimosadi Nenemoya. We need your help, Holy Ghost. Yerabo Shalamadidimosa. We need your help. 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 
Unpack, unpack, unpack. Come on, mention those things. Scatter the bag. Come on. Go to the bottom. If you feel like crying, it's okay. Go ahead and cry. Just scatter the bag. Scatter the bag. Ramanoshia. My God is bringing healing right now. I say it so strongly. The Holy Ghost is moving. Holy Spirit, have your way in the lives of these people. Help them. Help them. Nobody lives here with any load this morning. Help, Lord. Help, Lord. Lamba Shatakakra. Say, come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden. I'm going to give you rest. There's rest in God. There's rest in Him. He's going to give you rest. He's going to give you rest like you've never known. Talk to Him. Unpack. Unload. Come on. Talk to Him. Talk to Him. Unload those things. And ask Him to help you. The Holy Ghost is the helper. He will help you. He will help you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I know the Holy Spirit is here so strong. It's all over this place. Take a moment. Take a moment. Just talk to Him. Holy Spirit is here. Take a moment. Take a moment and talk to Him. Unpack. Unload. Le barasha takata. Le garusha la barate. Nende karushu prakata la bali. Hinkomoshta la barate katia. Livit. Hindorobosha tapakatiza. Go ahead and unpack. Unload. Unload. Talk to him. Talk to him. Yele mosha la manene we bless you, Jesus. We bless you. We bless you. Help us. Help everybody here under the sound of my voice. Help me too, Lord. Help us. We need your help, oh Lord. Send your help, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we are asking this morning, as we humble ourselves before you, some of these loads in the bag we didn't even know all the while that this is why things have been like this but we humble ourselves this morning and we come before you individually give us the rest you promise in your word in the name of Jesus lighten every load Take away burdens from my life. Break every yoke. And help us to become the person you have created for us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. The prodigal son had a 
load in his bag and he felt if he had all his inheritance has money I'll be good he thinks if I if I can get money I'll be good so he collects a lot of money just telling you that money doesn't solve this problem collects a lot of money and moves out of the house <laughs> in no time the Bible says he spent it all on riotous living all in a bid to expunge the load. He kept on spending, buying drinks for people until he finished. When he finished, the load now began to deal with him until the load reduced the son of a wealthy man to start competing for food with pigs. That's what loads can do. But one day, come on, say one day, <laughs> he began to unpack. I said, Am I? <laughs> Even the servants in my father's house. She won't ruin the journey. The Bible says he returned to himself. And that's one prayer point she prayed throughout today. Lord, help me to return to myself. To that man, that woman that you have created me to be. And I pray that as you take go through that process, there will be permanent healing in the name of Jesus. That every area of your life where you need healing, God will bring that healing in Jesus' name. Praise God. Now this kind of message, you want to listen to it over and over again, so try and get it from the media department so that it can be a blessing to you. If you are here this morning and you have not given your life to Jesus, I would like to present us an opportunity to do so. It is the greatest decision you will ever take in your life. If you are making that decision this morning, say after me, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. I declare you died for my sin. You rose up on a third day. From today, I'm a new creature. All things have passed away. All things have become new. In Jesus' name. Congratulations if you prayed that prayer. Welcome to the body of Christ. Welcome to God's kingdom. Please kindly leave a comment or send us a message on any of our social media handles so that we can send you the relevant materials. God bless you. This message is brought to you by Junamis and Sophia No, and part of the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, Shouts of Hope Center, and Kisses and Hugs Club, an online ministry to singles and married couples. Connect with us on Instagram at Pastor Dunamis, at Pastor Sophia Bola, at Shouts of Grace Center, at KC underscore global, on Facebook at KC Global, on YouTube at Dunamis Tunde Noa, on MixLR at KC Global. Visit our website www.kcsandhooks.com via our mail at kcpartners at gmail.com to partner with us kissesandhawks.com slash partnership God bless you